the gate of mutualism, identification of genomic traits predisposing to insect bacterial symbiosis and pathogenic strains of the aphid symbiont Serratia symbiotica. Abstract. Mutualistic associations between insects and heritable bacterial symbionts are ubiquitous in nature. The aphid symbiont Serratia symbiotica is a valuable candidate for studying the evolution of bacterial symbiosis in insects because it includes a wide diversity of strains that reflect the diverse relationships in which bacteria can be engaged with insects, from pathogenic interactions to obligate intracellular mutualism. The recent discovery of culturable strains, which are hypothesized to resemble the ancestors of intracellular strains, provide an opportunity to study the mechanisms underlying bacterial symbiosis in its early stages. In this study, we analyzed the genomes of three of these culturable strains that are pathogenic to aphid hosts and performed comparative genomic analyses, including mutualistic host-dependent strains. All three genomes are larger than those of the host-restricted Serratia symbiotica strains described so far and show significant enrichment in pseudogenes and mobile elements suggesting that these three pathogenic strains are in the early stages of the adaptation to their host, compared to their intracellular mutualistic relatives. The three strains harbor a greater diversity of genes coding for virulence factors and metabolic pathways, suggesting that they are likely adapted to infect new hosts and are a potential source of metabolic innovation for insects. The presence in their genomes of secondary metabolism gene clusters associated with the production of antimicrobial compounds and phytotoxins supports the hypothesis that Serratia symbiotica symbionts evolved from plant-associated strains and that plants may serve as intermediate hosts. Mutualistic associations between insects and bacteria are the result of independent transitions to endosymbiosis, initiated by the acquisition of environmental progenitors. In, th in this context, the genomes of free-living Serratia symbiotica strains provide a rare opportunity to study the inventory of genes held by bacterial associates of insects that are at the gateway to a host-dependent lifestyle. Introduction Many insects thriving on unbalanced diets have evolved intimate relationships with symbiotic bacteria that are maternally inherited throughout generations and can influence many aspects of their host's biology. Certain symbionts are obligate nutritional partners for their host because they produce essential nutrients that are deficient in their diet, such as amino acids and vitamins. Insects can also harbor facultative bacterial partners with various effects on the host phenotype depending on the ecological context. It is now well established that those symbionts, whether obligate or facultative, evolved from originally free-living bacterial lineages, and that adaptation to a host-restricted lifestyle is accompanied by a reductive evolution of their genome. The isolation of bacterial strains capable of living freely outside of insects but related to insect endosymbionts 
suggest the presence of insect symbiont progenitors in the environment. In addition to this, recent experimental work on plant-sucking stink bugs has demonstrated that external gut symbionts of mutualistic nature residing in specialized gut-associated structures arise from free-living bacteria taken up from the environment. These findings provide tangible evidence for the existence of an environmental pool of bacteria from which new, intimate partnerships between insects and bacteria can emerge, and identifying potential progenitors of endosymbionts is essential to gain finer insight into the multiple evolutionary trajectories leading to bacterial mutualism. Aphids have long been a model system for addressing functional diversity and evolution of bacterial mutualism in insects. Almost all aphids harbor an obligate symbiont, Buchnera aphidicola, that produces essential amino acids and vitamins lacking in the plant phloem sap. The aphidicola symbionts have a roughly reduced, have a highly reduced and static genome resulting from about 150 million years of co-evolution and isolation in dedicated insect cells called bacteriocytes. In some aphid species, Buchnera aphidicola has lost some metabolic capabilities, and nutrition also relies on co-obligate partners. In addition to nutritional symbionts, many aphid species can be associated with heritable facultative symbionts that can have various effects on the host phenotype, such as alteration of the body color, tolerance to heat stress, or protection from natural enemies. These facultative associations are often regarded as intermediate stages between the free-living and the mutualistic lifestyle. Indeed, compared to B. aphidicola, facultative symbionts hold moderately reduced genomes and often retain mechanisms similar to those of opportunistic pathogens to infect a wider variety of host tissues and colonize new hosts. The aphid-associated symbiont, Serratia symbiotica, has become a valuable model for dissecting the mechanisms underlying endosymbiosis emergence and evolution because the diversity of Serratia symbiotica reported to date provides a comprehensive picture of the various associations that bacteria can share with insects. Reported serratia symbiotica strains are associated with various host phenotypes and hold genomes of contrasting sizes and features, reflecting their lifestyle, which ranges from the free-living lifestyle to the obligate intracellular mutualism. For instance, strains of serratia symbiotica associated with the P. aphid Acherithosiphon pisum hold mildly reduced genomes and are of a facultative nature as they provide protective effects against high temperatures and parasitoid wasps and may have some nutritional benefits. Other strains of Serratia symbiotica associated with aphid species of the subfamilies Lacninae and Chytophorinae are involved in co-obligate associations, hold rather small genomes, and compensate for the reduction of Buchnera aphidicola's metabolic capacity for the biosynthesis of nutrients, particularly biotin and riboflavin, and the amino acid tryptophan. Genomic analyses have indicated that this dependence of aphids on co-obligate strains has likely appeared independently on many occasions in the evolutionary history of aphids, and 
has evolved in a very dynamic fashion, with serratia symbiotica being acquired and replaced several times during the diversification of their host aphids. The recruitment of new bacterial partners and the repeated replacement of pre-existing intracellular symbionts is now considered as a recurrent evolutionary phenomenon that occurs in many phloem-feeding insects. Although there is compelling evidence that new mutualistic associations between insects and bacteria are, cont are continually forming in nature, little is known about how this occurs in aphids. This is, particularly, this is partly due to the fact that a very limited number of free-living bacteria displaying features allowing identifying them as putative ancestors of facultative and obligate intracellular symbionts have been discovered so far. However, several serratia symbiotica strains with free-living abilities have recently been discovered, and they offer the rare opportunity to study the inventory of genes held by insect-associated bacteria just prior to the acquisition of a host-restricted lifestyle. Compared to their intracellular facultative and co-obligate relatives that are sh sheltered in bacteriocytes and or sheath cells, these culturable serratia symbiotica strains harbor larger genomes and have the propensity to rapidly invade the digestive tract of aphids. Once they have invaded their host's gut, these strains cause fitness costs and become true gut pathogens, unable to establish persistent maternal transmission, and transmitted primarily via the fecal-oral route. These strains are able to invade plants and circulate through the phloem sap before infecting aphids. Interestingly, in a complementary fashion, field, study field studies have shown that serratia symbiotica can naturally reside in plants as well as in the digestive tract of various insect groups. All these findings suggest that existence of serratia symbiotica strains that have the ability to circulate in different environmental compartments and to be acquired horizontally and are therefore potential progenitors of stably maintained mutualistic endosymbionts. To shed light on the origin of the aphid symbiont serratia symbiotica and the genomic traits that could predispose to the acquisition of a host-restricted lifestyle, we improved and analyzed the whole genome sequences of three serratia symbiotica strains that retain free-living abilities and isolated from different aphid strains and species and performed comparative genomic analyses that also include the genomes of 12 host-restricted serratia symbiotica strains. Our study suggests that the mutualistic strains associated with aphids have evolved from serratia symbiotica strains that originally inhabited plants. The three culturable strains still hold a wide range of virulence factors that may explain their pathogenicity to aphids, but are at the same time characterized by genomic traits that predispose them to become mutualistic partners. Results and discussion. General genomic features of culturable serratia symbiotica strains. The culturable strains, SSAF 2.3, SSAF 24.1, and SSAPA 8A1, exhibit a similar genome organization, including size, percent GC content, 
coding content, number of tRNAs, etc. Their genomes have lengths comprised between 3.2 and 3.4 megabases and contain between 2,500 and 3,000 coding sequences, covering about 75% of the entire genome. They are larger than those of the intracellular, facultative, and co-obligate serratia symbiotica strains sequenced so far and contain a higher proportion of coding DNA. However, compared to genome sizes of other serratia species, which range from 4.9 to 5.6 megabases, the ones of the three culturable strains analyzed in our work are remarkably smaller. Compared to the genomes of the opportunistic free-living pathogens, Serratia marcescens, DB11, and intracellular co-obligate Serratia symbiotica strains, the genomes of the culturable Serratia symbiotica strains show significant enrichment in pseudogenes and IS elements, or insertion sequences, suggesting despite their free-living capabilities, and an ongoing reduction of their genome and the shift from a free-living to a host-restricted lifestyle. Synthony's analysis highlight an increase of rearrangements in that the genomes of culturable serratia symbiotica strains compare to free-living close relatives of the genus. Among the coding sequences that could be classified in at least one eggnog group, 95%, 96%, and 94% among the three strains were assigned to a biological function. The higher the hierarchical clustering of COG profiles reveals three main clusters among serratia symbiotica strains. Culturable strains compose one cluster with serratia mercescens db11, characterized by an enrichment of coding sequences of unknown function that are probably involved in secondary and non-essential functions. The relative abundance of coding sequences associated with virulence and motility is also higher in the culturable strains than in the other intracellular host-restricted strains. A second cluster is composed of co-obligate serratia symbiotica strains of clade B. As previously proposed, the strains from this clade are featured by a streamlined genome conserving genes involved in basic cellular functions, like protein synthesis. Category M is also strongly confirmed in this second cluster, as these strains conserve the capacity to synthesize their own cell membrane, despite massive erosion of their genome. Finally, facultative and co-obligate strains compose a third cluster. They show intermediate profiles compared to other two clusters, with moderate enrichment of cowskeeping genes, but still a large proportion of non-essential coding sequences with unknown functions. Category L is also highly conserved in this cluster, as these strains retain coding sequences involved in genome replication and repair systems. These results support the hypothesis that symbiotic bacteria clustered by COG categories tend to have similar ecological niches. However, phylogenetic history seems to play an important role as the co-obligate serratia symbiotica strains of clade B constitute a separate cluster from other co-obligate strains. On the other hand, it is also possible 
that the monophyly of these strains is the result of long branch attraction. The genomes of the three culturable strains share most genes and pathways with the core genome composed of 2,142 coding sequences. The strain-specific genome of each strain constitutes only about 10% of the coding sequences, and most strain-specific genes encode coding sequences with no assigned function. The most notable difference between the strains were found in phage proteins, transposases, conjugal transfer proteins, and in the proteins involved in the toxin-antitoxin systems, stress management, biofilm formation, and antibiotic resistance. Interestingly, the three genomes also differ in their respective repertoires of genes encoding proteins related to the flagellar apparatus. Indeed, the genome of SSAPA8A1 contains more, many more flagellate-related genes than the, genome, than the other two genomes. This point is discussed in more detail in the section devoted to the virulence factors encoded by the different serratious symbiotica genomes. Overall, the genomes show few differences in the content of coding sequences and little variation in pathways of considerable biological relevance, suggesting a single evolutionary origin of the three strains and a possible adaptation to similar niches the digestive tract of the aphids, and probably the phloem sap through which they can transit. Subsection. Genomic comparison between culturable and intracellular host-restricted strains. The core genome defined from the 15 Serratia symbiotica sequenced genomes is composed of 302 protein-coding genes, identified as housekeeping genes. Beyond these genes, our analyses predicted that the CVPA, which codes for the Collison 5 production accessory protein, the CVPA gene is present in all the genomes except the SSMC56S genome, for which a chromosome fragment is missing. CVPA encodes for an inner membrane protein primarily described as a key factor for Collison 5 production by members of the Enterobacteriaceae to kill competing bacteria. However, the synthesis of Collison 5 also requires the expression of several plasmid-borne genes that have not been detected in the genomes we studied here. An alternative role of CVPA in the context of bacterial mutualism has never been investigated, whereas CVPA has been conserved in the genomes of many endosymbiotic bacteria, including the obligate aphid symbiont Buchnera aphidicola and the obligate tsetse fly symbiont Wigglesworthia, but also symbiotic bacteria associated with deep sea tube worms and corals. Recent studies have shown that CVPA contribute to host colonization by pathogenic bacteria. The CVPA pure F locus is required for intracellular replication of uropathogenic E. coli by promoting the biosynthesis of purine nucleotides necessary for survival in an intracellular niche. However, unlike CVPA, pure F was lost in serratia symbiotica strains with the most eroded genomes, 
while it is essential for this biosynthesis of pure nucleotides. CVPA may also play a role in biofilm development and is required for colonization of the human intestine by enteric pathogens, including Vibrio parahemolyticus and Escherichia coli. It has been proposed that this membrane protein contributes to cell envelope homeostasis in response to hostile environmental conditions set up by the host to counter infection. In light of these recent findings, the conservation of CVPA in symbiotic bacteria, including those with an extremely small genome, may indicate that this gene helps bacterial symbionts cope with the different niches that they may face, namely the gut, the hemolymph, and the intracellular environment. Subsection. Origin of aphid, serratia symbiotica symbioses, and acquisition routes. There is an increasing evidence to support the hypothesis that host-restricted symbionts are derived from free-living progenitors acquired in the environment and having been gradually and obligatorily integrated into the insect's physiology and development. The genus Serratia includes members living in a wide range of habitats, including water, soil, plants, humans, and invertebrates. Here, we first examined the evolutionary relationship between the three culturable strains with the other members of the genus and assessed the origin of relationships involving Serratia symbiotica by estimating a phylogenetic tree. This was based on the use of a single of a, this was based on the use of a set of single copy core concatenated protein sequences shared between one all serration symbiotica strains, two strains representative of the diversity of the genus and reported as being associated with plants or animals, and three several other members of the Enterobacteriaceae. The fifteen serratia symbiotica strains form a well-supported monophyletic group, sister to the groups of serratia species described as plant and animal associates. However, the tree topology did not allow us to deduce the lifestyle of the last, quote, common ancestor of the serratia symbiotica strains, i.e., whether this was associated with plants or animals, because the nature of the associated host seems to be versatile among the genus Serratia. Actually, Serratia ficaria, the closest relative of Serratia symbiotica, was originally found associated with fig trees, but the species remained poorly described, and it seems to be able to infect humans. To infer the origin of Serratia symbiotica, we therefore used a second strategy and examined the presence of gene clusters involved in the biosynthesis of secondary metabolites in the different genomes of Serratia symbiotica. Indeed, the gene clusters are supposed to reflect the environment that bacteria face and therefore to which they are adapted. Our analyses showed that several Serratia symbiotica genomes harbor gene clusters predicted to be intact and involved in the biosynthesis of secondary metabolites particularly the genomes of the three culturable strains. These bacteria house a gene cluster involved in the biosynthesis of mesetilide A, a cyclic lipopeptide with antifungal properties 
that has been reported to be produced by endophytic strains of Pseudomonas and to contribute to host plant invasion. Interestingly, the genome of the co-obligate strain Serratia symbiotica CT also harbors a gene cluster involved in the biosynthesis of this lipopeptide. Similarly, the genome of strain SSAF 2.3 contains a gene cluster involved in the synthesis of syringopeptin, a phytotoxin produced by members of the genus Pseudomonas and contributing to plant invasion. The genome of SSAF 24.1 harbors a cluster involved in the synthesis of rhizomides, rhizomides rather, which are compounds associated with antimicrobial and cytotoxic properties and are notably produced by members of the genera Pseudomonas and Burkholderia. The SSAF 2.3 and SSAPA8A1 genomes both host a gene cluster involved in the synthesis of luminamide, or luminamide, a cyclic pentapeptide associated with cytotoxic effects on eukaryotic cells. The presence in serratia symbiotica genomes of gene clusters involved in the biosynthesis of certain secondary metabolites, such as mesetolite A and syringopeptin, suggests that certain serratia symbiotica members could have interacted and or are still interacting with plants, and that serratia symbiotica symbionts residing in aphids may have evolved from strains that originally inhabited plants. Along the same lines, it has recently been demonstrated that SSAF 2.3 can infect the roots of Vicia faba before moving to the phloem sap and subsequently infecting the aphids that feed on it. In addition, serratia symbiotica has been detected from tissues of plants collected in the field. In the light of these observations, we propose that plants may serve as alternative hosts and vectors for the free-living serratia symbiotica strains, some of which can become intestinal associates of aphids before evolving into mutualistic symbionts. This scenario is further supported by the great versatility of members of the genus serratia, which can be associated with both animals and plants. Yet, the exact nature of the interaction between certain serratia symbiotica strains and plants remains to be further studied. Although it is assumed that cultivable strains may be associated with positive effects on these hosts by stimulating their growth, they are unable to synthesize indole-3-acetic acid a plant hormone produced by many endophytic serratia members. Ongoing studies should clarify the nature of the relationships that culturable serratia symbiotica strains have with plants and the effect associated with the secondary metabolites they may produce. Furthermore, a hypothesis that cannot be excluded is that these secondary metabolites are toxic to insects and contribute to the virulence of certain serratia symbiotica strains. In such a context, culturable serratia symbiotica strains represent fascinating models for understanding how bacteria develop cross-kingdom host jumps and exploit multiple hosts. Subsection. Metabolic capacities of culturable serratia symbiotica strains. Compared to the facultative and co-obligate strains, the three culturable serratia symbiotica strains display larger metabolic capabilities 
that include intact pathways and then the potential to produce amino acids and vitamins. Indeed, all culturable strains are potentially capable of biosynthesizing most amino acids considered as essentials for metazoan cells, with a few exceptions. The ARGD gene is pseudogenized in all their genomes. However, the N-acetylornithine aminotransferase activity in lysine synthesis can also be achieved by the product of ASTC and SERC present in the genome of all three culturable strains, suggesting that all three strains are likely still capable to synthesize arginine and lysine. The genomes of all three culturable strains have also intact pathways for the biosynthesis of all non-essential amino acids, as well as for many coenzymes. However, the EPD gene, which is required for the erythrose 4-phosphate dehydrogenase activity in the biosynthesis of pyridoxal 5-phosphate, is absent from their genomes, whereas it is present in the entomopathogens Escherichia coli K12 and Ceratia marsescens DB11. However, this dehydrogenase activity may be performed by the product of GAP-A that is present and intact in all Ceratia symbiotic genomes. The metabolic pathways exhibited by Ceratia symbiotica reflected the evolutionary trajectories of the strains and their contribution to their respective symbiotic systems. For example, the co-obligate strains associated with avid species of the subfamilies Lecninae and Chytophorinae retained the capacity of producing biotin and thus compensate for Buchnera hefiricola's inability to synthesize that coenzyme, while the facultative strains Ceratia symbiotica APIS and Ceratia symbiotica AP Tucson, associated with the aphid A. pissum, have lost this ability. The larger metabolic potential of culturable strains for the biosynthesis of amino acids and vitamins and other coenzymes supports the hypothesis that those undergo the early stages of host adaptation and could be a source of metabolic innovations and in emerging mutualistic associations. Finally, Another notable aspect concerning the metabolic capacities of three culturable Ceratia symbiotica strains concerns their capacity to degrade chitin. SSAF 2.3 is the only strain potentially capable of degrading chitin, the main component of the peritrophic matrix of the midgut that provides protection for the underlying epithelium from abrasion, toxins, and pathogens. Many entomopathogenic members of the genus Ceratia are capable of perforating the peritrophic matrix of insects via chitinases. However, SSAF 2.3 was negative in tests for chitinase. Subsection. Phages and the CRISPR arrays in the Ceratia symbiotica genomes. Genes that are important for host invasion and adaptation are often found in close proximity to mobile elements such as plasmids and phages that serve as intermediaries for the exchange of genetic material and the introduction of new functions into bacterial genomes. In the context of the evolution of bacterial mutualism, bacteria in the early stages of host adaptation 
tend to harbor more phage regions than bacteria involved in the advanced stages of the process. As expected, more intact phage regions were found in the genomes of the culturable strains than in the genomes of facultative and co-obligate strains. In the symbiotic bacteria associated with aphids, increased attention has been paid to the lysogenic phage APSE, which stands for Acherithosiphon Pissum Secondary Endosymbiont. Often found in the facultative symbiont Hamiltonella defensa, where its presence is associated with protective effects against parasitoid wasps to the benefit of the aphid host. This protection is based on bacteriophage encoded toxins that hinder the development of parasitoid larvae. No APSE-related regions were detected in the genomes of the three culturable strains, as well as in the genomes of the intracellular strains, with the exception of Serratia symbiotica CT, where a region for which the most common phage hit was APSE-like. However, this result should be taken with caution, because the DNA polymerase found in this predicted phage region is highly similar to the DNA polymerases encoded by members of the genera Serratia, Yersinia, Erwinia, and others. CRISPR arrays and their associated proteins form adaptive immune systems that are present in most archaea and many bacteria and act against invading genetic elements, like viruses and plasmids. CRISPR arrays were detected only in the genomes of the culturable strains, SS, AF 2.3, SSAF 24.1, and SSAPA8A1, and Cas protein sequences have been found only in the SSAF 24.1 genome. These results suggest that the transition from a free-living to a host-restricted lifestyle led to the elimination of the CRISPR defense mechanisms. Subsection. Secretion systems encoded by Serratia symbiotica genomes. The three culturable Serratia symbiotica strains have pathogenic effects on infected aphids. The SSAF 2.3 strain is also endocytosed into early embryos during ontogenesis and is compartmentalized into apism sheath cells in a similar fashion as mutualistic strains, but ultimately fails to establish a stable association with aphids by vertical transmission. This could be due to the still high, too high degree of pathogenicity of these strains, which hinders the establishment of stabilized associations. Secretion systems are among the many mechanisms used by pathogenic and symbiotic bacteria for host colonization and contribute to their degree of virulence. They allow bacteria to translocate effector proteins into host cells to modulate the host environment, thereby facilitating host invasion. In contrast to the facultative and co-obligate intracellular strains, the three culturable strains retain an intact type 3 secretion system. These type 3 secretion systems are similar in sequence, gene content, and gene orientation, and it is further likely that it was acquired via horizontal gene transfer. Further, they appear to be related to the type 3 secretion system from Yersinia enter enterocolitica, 8081, 
and thus belong to the SPI1 family, generally associated with infection of animal hosts. The acquisition of the type 3 secretion system through horizontal gene transfer is also supported by the lower GC content of the type 3 secretion system gene cluster compared to the rest of the genome. Widely distributed among proteobacterial pathogens, type 3 secretion systems can be required during the establishment of symbiotic relationships between bacteria and eukaryotes, as in the case of tsetse fly invasion by the symbiont Sedalis glossinidius. In addition, all serratia symbiotic strains also exhibit several type 5 secretion systems. Type 5 secretion systems are autotransporters that secrete virulent factors, often involved in cell-to-cell -cell adhesion and biofilm formation. Their potential roles in the context of symbiotic relationships has, however, been poorly studied. Interestingly, SSAPA8A1 is the only culturable strain that encodes for a complete flagellum. The genomes of SSAF2.3 and SSAF2.4.1 harbor many flagellar coding genes, but do not have the full set of genes required for the formation of a complete flagellum. Given that the pathways for chemotaxis and motility are among the first to be altered in the transition from a free-living to a host-dependent lifestyle, this suggests that compared to strains SSAF 22.3 and SSAF 24.1, SSAP8A1 is less advanced in the process of host adaptation and is still competent for swimming motility which could facilitate access to new hosts or habitats. SSAPA8A1 is, the, is also the only strain to harbor several type 4 secretion systems. In addition to their ability to translocate effector proteins, type 4 secretion systems have the unique ability to mediate DNA translocation in bacterial or eukaryotic target cells. For example, the endosymbiont Wolbachia but also the intracellular pathogens, Coxiella brunettii and Legionella species, use type 4 secretion systems to deliver anchor and repeat containing proteins into the host cytoplasm. Intracellular symbionts of plants of the genus Rhizobium also use type 4 secretion systems to invade root cortical cells during nodulation and thus acquire an intracellular lifestyle. Ongoing studies should determine the role of the different macromolecular systems conserved in the genomes of culturable strains of Serratia symbiotica during the infection process in insect hosts, but also in plants. Subsection. The array of virulent factors encoded by the Serratia symbiotica genomes. The success of host colonization by invasive bacteria whether in the host-pathogen relationship or in mutualistic symbiosis, is largely determined by the ability of microorganisms to interact with hosts through the expression of various colonization factors. Strains SSAF2.3, SSAF24.1, and SSAPA8A1 are capable of rapidly invading the digestive tract of aphids 
And as shown for SSAF 2.3, the embryos, when it is microinjected into the hemolymph, ultimately affecting insect survival and reproduction. These observations suggest that these strains are well equipped to invade and persist in host tissues. Compared to the entomopathogenic bacterium Serratia marcescens, DB11, the genomes of the culturable Serratia symbiotica strains harbor a much narrower range of virulent genes. However, compared to the host-restricted Serratia symbiotica strains, they retain a greater diversity of virulence factors, including Sidera-4-related proteins and type 3 secretion system effector proteins. This diversity in virulence factors may explain their pathogenicity and why they fail at this stage to establish a stable relationship by maternal transmission when infecting the aphid hemolymph. Interestingly, the three culturable serratia symbiotica strains share most of the potential virulence genes, suggesting that they are adapted to similar environments. Their genomes have in common the presence of many genes involved in sideriform-mediated iron transport, such as yersinobactin and enterobactin. Iron uptake by sideriforms promotes host colonization by many pathogens, but also by symbiotic bacteria such as Sedalis glossinidius during the invasion of the tsetse fly. The genomes of the three culturable strains also harbor many genes involved in the expression of fimbrial adhesins that may be involved in host adhesion and biofilm formation. All three genomes harbor ILPA, a gene coding for an adhesin used by many gut pathogens for host invasion. Several genes coding for secreted effector proteins have been detected in all three genomes, including YOPO, a type 3 secretion system effector proteins used by pathogenic Yersinia species to escape the host immune system by inducing actin filament disruption during phagocytosis. The genes BSAQ and BSAX also found in all three genomes, code for type 3 secretion system effector proteins that have been found essential for intracellular survival of Burkholderia pseudomaliae in host cells. Few toxin production-related genes were detected, with the exception of genes encoding the hemolytic protein hemolysin 3 and the pore-forming toxin vibrio cholerae cytolysin, encoded by HLYA, both associated with cyto cytolytic and cytotoxic activity against a wide range of eukaryotic cells. Intriguingly, all strains seem to have retained the ability to synthesize type 4 secretion system effectors while, with the exception of SSAPA8A1, they did not retain any complete type 4 secretion system. Finally, although SSAPA8A1 appears to be the only one of the three culturable strains to have retained the ability to construct a complete flagellum, the genomes SSAF2.3 and SSAF24.1 harbor many flagella-related genes.
Many symbiotic bacteria have preserved flagellar basal bodies that are functional type 3 secretion systems. However, the presence of such systems in SSAF 2.3 and SSAF 24.1 remains uncertain because many genes required for the acquisition of such systems appear to be absent. Most of the virulence genes common to the 15 serratia symbiotica genomes are involved in the biosynthesis of lipopolysaccharides and lipooligosaccharides, the main components of the outer membrane of gram-negative bacteria that can mediate microbe-host interactions. The gene HTPB, known for encoding a multifunctional heat shock protein involved in the internalization of certain pathogens in host cells, is also conserved in all in all the serratia symbiotica genomes, as well as CLPP, a gene coding for a serine protease required for intracellular parasitism of macrophages by Listeria monocytogenes. Very little is known about the virulence factors necessary for the intracellular lifestyle of insect mutualistic symbionts. These two genes undoubtedly represent excellent candidates to tackle the genetic basis for the internalization of bacterial symbionts in host cells, how virulence factors are modulated during host invasion and internalization in host cells remains enigmatic in the context of bacterial mutualism in insects and culturable serratia symbiotica strains at the pathogen-symbiote interface, which are easier to manipulate than host-limited strains, which greatly ease the study of these mechanisms. Conclusion and Perspective Recently, several strains of Serratia symbiotica living in the guts of aphis species have been isolated and cultivated. These strains probably evolved from plant associates and could be, at this stage, involved in multi-host associations as has been reported for several phytopathogenic bacteria. Associated with pathogenic effects in aphids, these strains are remarkable because they may be a sibling group of the presumed ancestors of mutualistic serratia symbiotica strains that have evolved towards a host-restricted lifestyle, and thus provide a rare opportunity to decipher the genomic features of bacterial lineages before evolution towards host dependence. The three culturable strains show signs of early genome reduction but still have a gene pool that allows them to colonize new hosts, suggesting that they are at intermediate stages between a free-living and a host-restricted lifestyle. With their extended metabolic capacities, they could be a source of metabolic innovations for the infected insects. A growing number of examples show that bacterial mutualisms have been established in insects through independent transitions to endosymbiosis. They support the hypothesis that recent events of acquisition and replacement of symbionts from a common lineage of, quote, progenitors from the environment may evolve into host-dependent relationships. Recent work conducted on plant-sucking stink bugs experimentally demonstrated that the specialized obligate symbiotic bacteria associated with these insects can be replaced by less specialized free-living bacteria residing in the environment. Aphid serratia symbiotic associations 
offer remarkable examples of independent acquisitions of a symbiont species that have led to the emergence of mutualistic associations that may be facultative or co-obligate. An aphid species of the subfamilies Lachninae and Chytophorinae, ancient co-obligate serratia symbiotica strains have often been repeatedly replaced by more recently acquired strains. These repeated replacements assume the existence of serratia symbiotica strains available in the immediate environment of the host. Currently, little is known about how pathogenic bacteria evolve to integrate a stabilized mutualistic relationship with an insect host. The availability of culturable serratia symbiotica strains at the pathogen-symbiont interface, as well as their genomic sequence, thus open new experimental perspectives to understand the drivers for the emergence of heritable mutualistic symbioses between bacteria and insects.